Hello and welcome to the Crypto Masters Podcast, helping the general public to master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian McCoy. My name is Ross Eaton. And we are the The Crypto Crypto Masters. Masters. Today's episode is Yearn Finance. Yearn is a DeFi ecosystem of aggregators, and we'll be discussing this ecosystem on today's podcast. As a quick reminder, our goal here at the Crypto Masters is to provide information about crypto assets. We let you decide if it's something that you're interested in and want to do some further research on your own. We're not focused towards short-term traders. So this show doesn't really go into any short-term trading advice, more about you know, assets that you may want to invest in for the longer term. That's, why, that's right, Brian. And we provide information about different crypto assets to allow you, the listeners, to make your own investment decisions. This is not financial advice. As always, you know, we give you, the listeners, the power, the information to let you decide which crypto asset you may want to invest in. All right. Ross, we are back to... DeFi, decentralized finance, a super interesting topic, um, very hot area, ongoing hot area of uh, crypto. And we've covered a few different uh, DeFi tokens before, but there's many different types. And you'll see um, today, urine finance is, is uh, a different type as well. It's, mm-hmm. if, if you go on to DeFi Pulse, it's in the assets category. I think that's kind of a general category it's really a community driven robo advisor for yield uh, i like the sound of it yeah it's an <laughs> aggregator it wants to be sort of an entry portal for DeFi, and like most DeFi projects at this time it's on the ethereum blockchain right on another point for ethereum there um but yeah so just to get you started with this application so what you'll do is you know go to yearn.finance their website which we'll link in the description below um, and you start at the invest tab, which gives you a choice of vaults or yearn or <laughs> vaults or earn. I already said yearn. Um, and don't be intimidated. The crypto masters are here to guide you. Um, <laughs> so the vaults have various assets that can be deposited to um, earn you some yield. There's a long ter- there's a long list of assets that can be deposited, such as stable coins, but also other assets like Hedgic. Ethereum wrapped, um, wrapped Bitcoin, and several Curve or CRV tokens, such as Curve Ave and Curve Comp or CRV Comp. And this is the robo advisor for yield, um, for the yield product. So if you'd like Link, for example, let's give you a real world example after all my rambling here, Brian. Yeah. So if you like Link, for example, what you're going to do and if you're you're playing the hodl link, you know you're you're gonna hold link for a while. What you can do is take that link from your wallet, you know, link it to Yearn, and put it in a vault, and you will start earning some interest over the year, um, which is pretty sweet. On top of link, um, hopefully pumping, as we've done a previous mm. episode, mm-hmm. we we are big fans of link. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the. Um, you know, from that investment tab, that's the vault choice. Now, the earn choice, the earn function allows users to deposit stable coins such as DAI, USDC, USDT, um, amongst others, and then 
Yearn will search DeFi platforms on which they can earn the highest yield. So that's, you know, again, that robo investor. It's kind of a financial advisor, but they really know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And they um, they actually do it for you. I mean, so it's absolutely uh, it's well, I mean, it's an incredible idea, um, you know, first of all. And then, then the fact that most of us, you know, we have these uh, crypto assets that we're, we're holding. They're in our wallets anyway. And, you know, hopefully they're appreciating. But in this case, you can earn interest and cents yield on top of, you know, whatever appreciation you're getting. So it's really a, uh, you know, it's a great deal. Um, it is insane. It's rocket fuel for your crypto, as they said. Good call. Good call. <laughs> so, you know, that was kind of the initial appeal of Yearn. And, and Ross, you remember back to the early days of the DeFi boom when these early adopters were maximizing yields by jumping from protocol to protocol you know, they would go on to compound and do something and then they would earn some comp tokens and they'd take that and they'd go to another, um, you know, one, one of the other protocols where they could maximize the yield there. And it was very lucrative. I mean, you know, we were talking um, triple digit returns, which yeah. no one could believe back then, but it was real. Um, but it also took a lot of work and, you know, sort of like they had to monitor everything 24 seven and as we'll talk about, sort of the, the founder of, of Yearn, um, I think, got tired of that and decided yep. to, to make something that would automate it. And, um, you know, that's sort of what, what spawned Yearn. Um, and it's really sophisticated stuff. So, it, it, like you said, it finds the best place to earn yield, but, um, which it did. But then once the protocol grew... Then they became the assets became too many where you couldn't put it all in the same place or you drive the market too much. So then it had to balance it, and it it's just uh, very sophisticated stuff. Oh, absolutely. And maybe that's a good time for a good quote. I'm probably misquoting it, but you know, genius is born from laziness, pretty much. You know, Ooh. so if you want to be lazy, uh, this wow. or if you're a lazy person, you know, hopefully it spawns some genius I, ideas here. <laughs> I, I like that. I, I'd say there's there's money maybe in uh, in in helping. Uh, lazy people. How about that? Yes, yes. Yeah, Which go. is me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Yearn's got several partnerships, if you will, or collaborations. As uh, mentioned before, it works with Curve uh, for a lot of assets. It also has relationships with Sushi Swap. It's hard to say. <laughs> Sushi Swap, Badger, Cover Protocol. Acropolis, Cream, Pickle, and Hedgic. And some of these, you know, the founder, which we'll um, talk about in a second, he has worked with. Yeah. Um, so it's not always clear what the extent of the arrangement is, but they are collaborating with other projects to find some synergy, um, you know, to where they can work together and maximize uh, this yield. Yeah, I remember when they announced these uh, partnerships, they called them mergers. And, you know, but everyone on crypto Twitter was kind of, uh, asking, well, you know, how is it a merger? It, it seems to be more of a partnership. It's not, it's not really clear, but what is clear is they're working together for synergies. And that's, that's pretty encouraging. Absolutely. You did mention cover Ross. And I wanted to point out that, uh, you know, we don't usually date our podcasts or, or we don't try to, but, um, that was just recently announced that the merger with cover or the partnership with cover has since been, um, abandoned. I mean, they're just not, um, officially going to have whatever relationship it was. Um, and that, and at the time at the date of this podcast, when it's not really clear what's going to happen, I mean, I think 
Um, urine might still work with cover. It's just not going to be the relationship that it was before. But I wanted to mention, um, you know, cover and, you know, Nexus Mutual, um, they provide insurance in this space. And, you know, whenever you're doing something like what urine finance does, there are going to be risks. Um, urine has had, and they, several audits of their code. And I think even on the website, we saw it lists the different audits and there was at least four or five, I think. Um, so, you know, that's uh, very encouraging, but it's also not foolproof. In fact, in February of 2021, urine suffered a, a hack, which resulted in a loss of 11 million. And I know the insurance uh, came into play to some extent, reimbursed some of that. I don't know the extent of it. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, that's uh, that's an interesting part of it, and we'll have to monitor that to see uh, if the insurance option continues with cover or with someone else. Absolutely, and I think being in computer science, you know, one of my first lessons was nothing is a hundred percent secure, and being in you know, especially DeFi that's new, but in the crypto space, that's something that's always a grave concern. But um, you know, just something you got to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, so Brian, we've, we've held our tongues long enough. It's time to talk about the man behind the curtain. It's a big name in crypto. Big name. Very cool guy. Um, Andre Cronier. Hope I'm saying that right. I think that's, that's how I would say it. Andre Cronier. Um, from South Africa, a very smart computer whiz. Um, and you know, very quickly after starting urine became a legend in the crypto space. Um, but very cool. Uh, backstory about him he was you know working on his law degree and as everyone does studying law he got bored <laughs> now i'm poking fun at brian because he's a lawyer um and i'm in but computer science <laughs> uh, but yeah he uh you know got kind of got bored if you will uh with law and started on his journey with computer science um and crazy story but you know he finished a three-year course in about five months um, and you know, of course, after he finished that so quickly, he was asked to be a lecturer there. Um, but that's just a remarkable backstory to be that, that level of genius, I'd say, but you know, he's got 20 years of, uh, computing experience right now, um, including being the chief code reviewer at crypto briefing. Um, his current role of at urine is not very clear, so we won't go into that too much, but, um, how Andre started, um, Urine was very cool. You know, as Brian kind of mentioned, um, he was just frustrated with moving his assets around in the DeFi space, trying to find the the best return on his investment and, you know, wrote some solidity code to do it for him. Um, and, you know, the beginnings of Urine, Urine was born. Um, so, yeah, I, I, love, I love hearing about projects where, you know, the founder was really trying to solve a problem for themselves. And, yeah. you know, now it's, it's out there for the public. Um, now to get in the cool part of, uh, uh, why I like Andre so much, he's got some cool, um, uh, bios and LinkedIn and Twitter. So his first LinkedIn bio says, I'm a lab accident away from becoming a super villain villain. <laughs> That lab accident really needs to show up sometime soon, which wow. is really funny. If I'll link his LinkedIn in the description below, but his picture kind of looks like a supervillain, which is pretty funny. And in his Twitter bio, it says, I test in prod, which is uh, scary for some. But if you're uh, in the computing 
field or in development, it's kind of like a testament to how solid your code is. Like I can test anywhere and my code will not break. So kind of his shows his cockiness, his smarts. Um, yeah. So very cool guy. And, and I remember even in the, you know, when, when Yearn was really having its, its big, uh, debut and its heyday, um, you know, Andre would, would disappear for a couple of days and then he would come back on Twitter or something like, yeah, I've been coding the past couple of days, you know, no, no sleep, you know, something like that. So yeah, he really, uh, is, is a hands-on programmer and right up your alley with the uh, computer science. Very cool. Yes. Let's take a look at the token and the tokenomics of Yearn. Um, the token is YFI and the token launch of YFI is legendary. In July of 2020, it was the ultimate fair launch in which the YFI governance tokens were distributed to the liquidity providers, and there was no pre-mining. There was none to the VCs, and get this, none to the founding team. Totally pure, you know, golden fair launch. Um, so it was very much celebrated for that, and you know, that contributed to the legend of, of Andre and, and the team. So there were 30,000 tokens distributed and that was all. So, you know, um, no, no more, at least at that time, no more, uh, tokens were issued. They were all out there. They were all distributed and the price started at $6 and again, in July of 2020. Now these would have been, you know, you had to be an owner early. You had to be one of the uh, liquidity providers at the time, but by September, the price was over $40,000. Ugh, how, yeah. how's, how's that for a little return on equity? Yep, that's pretty... $6 to 40000 So that was an amazing uh, run-up, amazing pump. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. recently there's been um, some developments with the, with the tokenomics. So a lot of people, including myself, thought that the 30000 was a hard cap. We talked about it like it was. You know, it was often compared to, well, Bitcoin has 20 million, but urine only has 30,000, you know, yeah. a small fraction. But actually, I, I, got, I have to admit, I, I was opposed to, um, as an owner, a, a holder of some YFI, I was opposed to changing that hard cap and adding any to it. Um, but so I did sort of investigate and it was not stated to be a hard cap, even though a lot of the people thought it was. And mm -hmm. so the community voted on it and they did vote to increase by a pretty large percentage, actually, the supply by about 6,600 um, tokens. So they minted 6,600 new tokens. They increased the supply and that was to be used for to, re to reward developers and contributors and to form a treasury pool. So, you know, one downside of the totally fair launch was there was no incentives for the developers um, you know, and other incentives that you can get from having a little treasury pool. And so, you know, the community voted and they voted to do it. And so more, you know, 66, 166, I think tokens, about 20% more were, were minted, were issued. And I'm okay with that. I got outvoted, but, um, you know, that's the way democracy works. I, I accept it. And, and actually now I'm, I'm actually hopeful that, um, you know, it will work out that the developers will continue to develop and improve it. Um, Absolutely. So it's total value locked, which is, you know, often a, a, a measure that's used in DeFi project. You'll see it again, like on, um, you know, on the DeFi pulse or one of those, you know, they usually measure it by total, uh, total value locked. At one point in time, um, YFI reached almost a billion. 
Um, since then, as of the date of this uh, podcast, it's just over about 320 million at time of recording. So total value locked has has gone down quite a bit. And just let me throw in, uh, you know, the code, um, you know, it's it's open source, and so it has been forked mm-hmm. by several projects. There's ones called YFII, so don't be confused. You know, YFI is yeah, the original yearn. Yeah, a couple of forks out there. So yeah, yeah. 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 So. Um, so anyway, that's sort of the uh, the tokenomics. Yeah, and all all good stuff I'd say from the tokenomics there. I, I love hearing, uh, <laughs> of course, a small supply out there. So right. that's really cool. Um, so now maybe we've set the hook in for you, but you're probably wondering where can I buy this? Um, and it's actually out there quite a bit. There's a lot of places you can buy it pretty easily. Um, many exchanges, including Coinbase Pro, that's where I'm currently uh, holding mine. Um, there's Binance, SushiSwap, Kraken, Bit, Bitinex. Um, I never get on. Yeah, Bitfinex, um, I think. Yeah, yeah Bitfinex. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it's just everywhere. Um, there's a lot of places you can get uh, get urine at. So, um, yeah. that, that's, that's great news for the project, too. So, if you want to see that price pump up yeah. there. So. And in case, you know, anyone's wondering, you know, of course the uh, project does generate revenues, you know, for itself. It charges a, a gas subsidy of 5% of the capital that it manages. And then when you want to withdraw your, um, you know, your deposits, it has a fee of, you know, 0.5%. So it is generating revenue. I mean, a lot of people want to look at, you know, more traditional valuation uh, methods and so yes it, it is um actually earning um some money as well and i'd say that's compared to other projects that's relatively low um we've we've kind of been burned on some gas fees and some uh withdrawal fees you know yeah. delving in the world of DeFi and um you know especially yield farming but and, and yeah. it's you know it's it it's in a sense it's an active manager so mm-hmm. you think you know what if you're going to buy a uh, a mutual fund with active management you're going to pay an active management fee so yeah, in in a sense, it you know shouldn't be a a, a big surprise. These robots don't work for free, Brian. Am I right? <laughs> you you got to oil them. You know, you, the, they need oil. So, oh yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Yeah. I think I think I got that from uh, Wizard of Oz. You know, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the, the squeaky uh, can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that, that's that's an overview of of your finance. Extremely interesting project in the DeFi space. Absolutely. You, 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 you ready for some final thoughts about this one? Let's dive in, Brian. You got I'm it. Ready. You, you, you head it up. He- oh, me. I'm ready. Well, I'm ready to go, Brian. I think my my final thoughts are going to be relatively short and sweet. You know, I, I like the team behind this. Um, awesome launch. Um, relatively low fees to kind of get in and withdraw. Um, just like you said, like you'd pay a normal broker to, you know, manage your account or trade for you. Um, but if you... De- if you believe in DeFi, which I, I think you should, um, Yearn is really just maximizing that, picking the best allocation for that. So um, full disclosure, I have YFI, and I'm, I will be holding it for a while because um, I, I really want to see this project grow, and I think it will. Um, but, yeah, pretty pretty short and sweet. I, I just think it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my final thoughts are that it is a great project and especially, you know, the way it started and it was, you know, really interesting and well done. Um, so kudos to that. Um, I mentioned the minting of, of some new tokens, which initially I was opposed to and some others, you know, were as well. There was a, there was a debate, Twitter debate and, you know, community debate, um, about that. It was a, 
a, a change that, you know, a lot of people didn't think was going to come. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, after it happened, I, I agree that the uh, developers need to need to be compensated for their work. And if it's moving the project forward, I, I, which I think it will, then, you know, I'm hopeful that it'll work out and be good in the long run. In fact, and after yeah. it happened, you know, after they minted them, it's not like I noticed a big price drop or anything like that. No, I'd, yeah. Yeah. The whole market seemed to be accepting of it, which is, which is encouraging. And that's why I've, I've come to terms with it. Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, we were in at that time and we were kind of expecting like, yeah, you know, I'm, I was worried. Yeah, I, I, I was, was a concerned. little worried. <laughs> so, and, 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 you yeah. know, I, I sort of just like the narrative that, oh, you know, it's like Bitcoin, but with a lot fewer hard cap. But, you know, it wasn't a hard cap. But anyway, it's all yeah. good. It's, it's not Bitcoin. It's different. It needs ongoing development, you know, different from Bitcoin. So yeah. I, I, hope it, um, I hope it helps. And, I, and I, now I think it will. So I'm, I'm good with that. One thing I wanted to say about the Rice Ross, we've noticed that during some recent... Um, you know, price spikes in Bitcoin and the broader market, YFI didn't really follow suit as much as I sort of expected. I would say as a percentage, it hasn't hasn't pumped like some of the other big names. I mean, it's a blue yeah. chip. I call it a blue chip DeFi project. Oh, absolutely. And I expected a, a bigger um, price move, which hasn't happened yet. But maybe, you know, so maybe that could be good. Maybe just means it's you know it's it's coiling up um, for for a bigger jump and yeah. I do think there's some more um, new, you know, some new vaults coming and things like that um, you know which could help with that so um, you know like you said I view it as a um, in, in a sense maybe a proxy to DeFi if you want to or you know it's it's saying like almost like a gateway to DeFi and so. If you think that DeFi is going to take off at some point in the future, which I do, not financial advice, don't know when. Don't, yeah, <laughs> and, no idea when. Right, <laughs> but, but, but I, which I think it will. It's just a great concept that the whole decentralized finance. It, it's, I got to say, a little bit still like for noobs that we're talking about, you know, the general public who's new to crypto. It's just, it's not as simple as you know, maybe they would want it to be. So I, I think, yeah. I think mm-hmm. they still need to work on that, but it actually is, it's pretty easy. Once you get used to, you know, buying, um, you know, minting uh, tokens and working on Uniswap and things like that, it becomes pretty easy, but it's still a little intimidating at first. So because of that, I think we're still a little bit away from sort of general public acceptance. I think there's some more work that needs to be done and it will be done. So mm-hmm. I am uh, definitely thumbs up. I'm high on YFI. I own YFI, same as you. Um, and so, you know, I think it's going to be a, uh, a, a good project. And so I'm, I'm optimistic. Go DeFi. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not financial advice, not financial <laughs> advice. And if I sound like, like a broken record, I'm sorry, but I mean, this thing's running on ETH, another point for Ethereum. Yep. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You know, so, yeah. like most of DeFi still is. Um, yep. So, yeah. Good. A uh, couple of good projects, we hope. Yes, absolutely. Well, All right. Hey, that concludes another podcast of the Crypto Masters. Join us next time. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Spiller.